Chapter Twenty One of the Bobbsey Twins at the Seashore. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ashley Spence. The Bobbsey Twins at the Seashore by Laura Lee Hope. Chapter Twenty One. Goodbye. I don't know how to say goodbye to you, Nellie told Dorothy and Nan the next morning to think how kind you've been to me and how splendid it has all turned out now father is home again i can hardly believe it mother told me last night she was going to put back what money she had to use out of my prize the fifty dollars you know and i'm going to make it a gift to the fresh air fund oh that will be splendid declared nan perhaps they will buy another tent with it for they need more room out at meadowbrook you are quite rich now aren't you remarked dorothy i suppose your father will buy a big house and maybe next time we meet you will put on airs and walk like this and dorothy went up and down the room like the pictures of cinderella's proud sisters no danger replied nelly whose possible tears at parting had been chased away by the merry dorothy but i hope we will have a nice room for mother deserves it besides i am just proud enough to want to entertain a few young ladies among them miss nan bobbsey and miss dorothy minturn and we will be on hand thank you replied the joking dorothy be sure to have ice cream and chocolates i want some good fresh chocolates those we get down here always seem soft and salty like the spray come nelly called mrs mclaughlin i'm ready where's your hat oh yes mother i'm coming replied nelly bert had the donkey cart hitched and there was now no time to spare nelly kissed freddie and flossie affectionately and promised to bring the little boy all through a big city real fire engine house when he came to see her can i ring the bell and make the horses jump he asked we might be able to manage that too nelly told him my uncle is a fireman and he can take us through his engine house nan went to the station with her friends and when the last good-byes were said and the train steamed out the twins turned back again to the minturn cottage our turn next remarked bert as he pulled the donkey into drive yes it seems it is nothing but going and coming all the time i wonder if all the other girls will be home at lakeport in time for the first day of school said nan most of them i guess answered bert well we have had a good vacation and i'm willing to go to work again so am i declared nan vacation was just long enough i think mr bobbsey was down from the city of course to take the family home and now all hands, even Freddie and Flossie, were busy packing up. There were the shells to be looked after, the fish nets, besides Downy the duck and Snoop the cat. And just to add one more animal to your menagerie, said Uncle William, I have brought you a little goldfinch. It will sing beautifully for you and be easy to carry in its little wooden cage. Then I have ordered, sent directly to your house, a large cage for him to live in, so you will have plenty of freedom and perhaps christmas you may get some more birds to put in the big house to keep dick company of course freddie was delighted with the gift for it was really a beautiful little bird with golden wings and a much prettier pet than a duck or a cat although he still loved his old friends the day passed very quickly with all that was crowded into it the last ocean bath taking up the best part of two hours while a sail in hal's canoe did away with almost as much more time dorothy gave nan a beautiful little gold locket with her picture in it and flossie received the dearest little real shell pocketbook ever seen 
hal bingham gave bert a magnifying glass to use at school in chemistry or physics so that every one of the bobbseys received a suitable souvenir of sunset beach you uns must be to bed early and not go to sleep in de train insisted dinah when freddie and flossie pleaded for a little more time on the veranda that evening come along now dinah had lots to do and with her little charges the good-natured colored girl hobbled off promising to tell freddie how nellie's father and hal's uncle were to get into port again when they set out to sea instead of trying to get the big boat into land at sunset beach and so our little friends had spent all their vacation the last night at the seashore was past and the early morning found them once more travelling away this time for dear old home sweet home if we only didn't have to leave our friends complained nan brushing back a tear as the very last glint of cousin dorothy's yellow head passed by the train window i hope we will meet them all soon again said nan's mother it is not long until thanksgiving then perhaps we can give a real harvest party out at lakeport and try to repay our friends for some of their hospitality to us well i like hal bingham first-rate declared bert thinking of the friend whom he had just parted there goes the last of the ocean look called flossie as the train made a turn and whistled a good-bye to the bobbsey twins at the seashore end of chapter twenty one recording by ashley spence end of the bobbsey twins at the seashore by laura lee hope